Welcome to the Start, Scale, Succeed podcast with me, your host, Nicole Higgins, the Buy and Retail Coach, sharing tips, advice, and insight from entrepreneurs that have just launched to multi-million pound business owners. We will be discussing the challenges they faced, advice they would give, and the milestones they achieved and how they got there. Also joining me will be a broad range of experts with some tips and practical how-tos, episodes that will help your business grow and to enable you to live the life you crave. The types of experts that you'll hear from will be those that you will find beneficial as you start and scale your business, from branding and social media experts to mindset coaches and PR marketing. There will also be solo episodes from me discussing a variety of topics from sourcing to maximizing the profit in your business. podcast, I am joined by one of the co-founders of Buy Sarah London, a UK-based B Corp skincare brand that was founded by Sarah and Lauren to help stressed and sensitive skins, an idea that was born on the back of Lauren's cancer diagnosis and subsequent own personal skincare difficulties. Thanks very much for joining me today, Lauren. Thanks, Nicole. Great to be here. Now, I've been following you for quite a while on LinkedIn, and we're going to talk about LinkedIn in a minute as well. And uh, But let's First of all, you know, from lawyer to co-founder of the skincare brand, you've had a real personal journey with the brand. Can you talk me through how it started? Yes, of course. So the origin story to Buy Sarah London really began with my own diagnosis of leukemia. I was diagnosed with acute acute myeloid leukemia just over 10 years ago now. And during that process, my skin became very sensitive and very reactive. And that was because I had months of chemotherapy that didn't work. I then had total body irradiation. And then I had eventually a life-saving transplant from my sister, Sarah, who not only saved uh, my life, but she also saved my skin with the skincare that she developed. Quite literally at home at the kitchen table, we'd bring them to me in the hospital to, to try and enjoy. And it was those formulations that have become the heart of the brand that we have today that now has many more love. Uh, customers that love the brand beyond just myself we've got you know thousands of five-star reviews on our website now and it's it's really tremendous to see how the brand has come from such an authentic personal place and is now loved um, nationwide and is growing a customer base across the world now so um, very exciting time for us both and I mean it really was a journey though wasn't it that was must have been such a very difficult time for you and your sister as well. Yes. So at the time I was only 23, um, was very fit, very healthy. Um, was actually my last year at law school. So was very much gearing for the world of work. And yeah, the diagnosis came very much out of the blue. Mm-hmm. Um, and my life was turned upside down. I was hospitalized overnight um, and treatment started right away. I only had a 20% chance of survival. So the odds were really not stacked in my favor. And it, it very much was a a team effort from my sister and I and my family to really navigate through those those months and months and months of relentless treatment. Um, and one of the consequences uh, of the cancer that I had was I had to be kept in protective isolation. So I was kept in my hospital room for six to eight weeks at a time. Couldn't even you know leave the hospital, let alone go outside. Couldn't open the window was very extreme um, and very serious um, that I, the, the cancer that I had. So um, it was a very um, extreme form of treatment to go through and it demanded a lot sort of mentally and physically and emotionally to, to get through what was essentially the best best part of about two years um, just getting through that treatment. And I listened to your podcast that you did with Ella from Deliciously Ella and um, your article that you wrote in the Times which is a very personal account of that that time as well 
And you mentioned about, you know, using, you, you, you know, one of the places that you wanted to go was New York, the Caribbean, and you had images of those in, in your, um, in your hospital room. How much do you use manifestation and visual? How actually, first of all, how important was that for you to create something that you could focus on other than the illness? Very much. Um, I think at the time I didn't have the vocabulary for manifestation or vis- visualization. It was very much just an intuitive uh, step that I wanted to take because in a hospital you've got very bare white walls. Um, there's nothing inspiring to look at. And so it was a way to sort of curate my hospital room and really feed my mind with very positive images of, of the future I very much hope to live. Um, even though I had no idea what was on the other side of the next day, let alone week or month. It was just very much training my mind to be to be positive and forward thinking and forward looking. Um, and I guess in a way, sort of training my subconscious of, of hoping mm-hmm. for the best and looking for those future opportunities. And I think taking that forward now as, as a business owner, it's very much setting that intention, setting that goal And I think when you mesh together intention with action, you create something very, very powerful. Um, And so the idea of visualizing and manifesting um, has become quite a critical part of how we navigate um, the world as a business now as well. And what does the team look like now? So I still very much you and Sarah or how how does it look? What does it look like now? So Sarah and I have bought built the business very much organically ourselves and we've worn all of the hats that you can possibly imagine yeah. from wrapping the the labels boxing everything taking it to royal mail in those early years which was um you know exciting but now thankfully we've grown um we've got a dedicated manufacturing partner a dedicated fulfillment team and warehousing team so we've grown that team around us which is really exciting um and has enabled us to scale um, and accommodate the growth plans that we have so Yes, it's very much that kitchen table startup. And um, yeah, we've got some really exciting plans for the year ahead, actually. And you talked about, um, you know, manifestation, visualization, Mm. having that intentions and goals and actions for the business. How do you implement that now? So I guess for us as a business, it's really seeing how we can continue to support our community. And one of our sort of pillars, if you like, by Sarah London is really supporting everyone to feel good in their own skin and that really stems back to that founding story of of me struggling so much with that sensitive reactive skin that I had so everything we do at by Sarah London is really supporting our community our customers to feel good in their skin um, and and seeing how we can do that in in the best way that we can so we're also very proud to be a certified B corporation really meeting the gold standard in sustainability so it's seeing how we can mesh the values that we have as a business and continue to scale that as we grow um, into new markets, into new retail environments um, and staying very, very true to who we are as a brand. And how do you think your illness changed your perspective? That's a big question. Um, I think it definitely gave me a clear sense of who I am, because when everything is stripped away from you, your identity of what you look like. So at the time I had very long blonde hair. Um, My sister actually cut my hair and we donated that to charity. So I lost my hair. I lost my identity of being a law student. Um, My future career at that point was gone. So that sort of day-to-day identity of who I was was taken away. Um, And those sort of material things that that we love and take for granted, that was gone because there was no use to me in a hospital room of a, you know, expensive handbag or 
designer shoes or anything. So yeah. my identity was completely stripped back. Um, and then, of course, you see um, the very best in people as well. And, and those people that really, you know, rush towards you in times of crisis, I, I saw their true colours. And so I think that experience really taught me a lot about myself. Mm-hmm. Um, it taught me to really follow my intu- intuition um, and really understand my own values um, and look for those in others that, um, you know, share those. So I think it was a, a moment of great introspection. Um, and I think as a business owner now, having that clear sense of, of who you are, what your values are, what you're trying to achieve in the, in the day to day or in the world, I mm-hmm. think is very helpful. So in a very strange kind of way, I think my cancer experience was a mini MBA in in training and thinking in um, being clear of, of what you want. And do you think it has made you take more risks? I think I've always loved adventure and challenge. And I think um, being very ambitious as well, I'm always looking for those growth opportunities. So I love to learn. I think that's one of my favorite things to do. I'm always looking for new opportunities to learn, to stretch myself. So um, yeah, I think, I, I guess it's only accelerated that. And how, what do you think, or how do you feel by Sarah London is different to other similar brands out there? What do you think sets you apart other than your story and, and the backstory? What do you think yeah. makes you different? So maybe I'll, I'll, I'll use some of the language our own community and customers share with us. And I have to say the reviews that we receive are absolutely out of this world. We receive every day, whether they're verified FIFO email reviews or um, emails we re- receive into our inbox or on social media, time and time again, it's this brand has changed my life. I've never felt so confident in my own skin. I've, you know, it's taken years to find this brand and I feel fantastic. So it's a real sense of empowering people to feel good in their own skin. I think we've that's what we've really been able to do with the skincare formulas that Sarah originally developed for my sensitive skin um, and brought so much relief and so much joy to so many others. So from our founding story, we've created a skincare line that is not just natural um, and B Corp and certified vegan and obviously <laughs> free, um, but it is really high performing and it really mm. delivers results. And that's all credit to Sarah. Um, and then we see the joy in our customers. And it's just it's just amazing to see that we've created such a such a positive impact. And um, we do get customer reviews that come through those have had cancer or going through chemotherapy. And I think on a very personal level for me to know that they are experiencing such joy when I was so frustrated and in such discomfort, um, it's it's very rewarding. And if we talk about the product for a minute now, anyway, what, what products did you start with? So the original formulation that Sarah developed was our Hero Facial Oil, mm-hmm. um, which has picked up numerous awards <laughs> by now. It's been featured on ITV's This Morning twice, which is amazing. And it's been featured as an indie best buy by The Independent. So that is our hands down bestseller. Um, it's a fantastic formulation delivers really fantastic glow to the skin, helps with suppleness, it's packed with omegas and essential acids and vitamins. So it is like a superfood smoothie for your skin. And that's the that's the formulation that I think really put us on the map. And um from a we we talked and mentioned that Bicerolin was a is a B Corp. For those that yeah. don't understand what that is, can you talk, can you just give a bit of summary about what a B Corp is and the process 
that it took for you to get there? Sure. So a B Corporation is a type of business that has made a pledge to put people and profit on the same platform. And it's an extremely rigorous process. And it really is the gold standard in sustainability. You are independently verified as meeting the highest standards in transparency and performance. Um, and it measures everything across your business. So, you know, no stone is left unturned. It's a very rigorous process. It took us over a year to go through. So for any business that has got that accreditation, it really is a stamp of such um, commitment to sustainability across all, all pillars, whether it be the environment um, to your community. So it's, it's a really important accolade. But I think what's really exciting for me is it's not just a stamp for today. It marks a commitment to continuous improvement. Um, and it's very much a journey alongside. I think there's just over a thousand B Corps in the UK now mm -hmm. to learn from each other, to collaborate together um, and be part of this sort of collective action, which is very empowering. So, yeah, great things are ahead, I think, for, for beauty in particular. And we're, we're proud to be part of the B Corp Beauty Coalition. So, again, the, that collective action within beauty is really exciting to see. So, yes, very proud to have. Um, gone through that process and got it the first time. And you obviously have a very, well, you must have a very strong relationship with your sister. How, what's it like working together? What kind of roles do you both play in the business? Yeah, it, it's great working with Sarah. I think we never intended to create a business. We never thought that we'd be co-founders together, but I think we're very close in age. Um, we grow up very close together as sisters. So we know each other's strengths. We know each other's weaknesses so well. and we complement each other really well. So Sarah is very much the creative, the product innovator, the skincare health expert. And then I come in on more of the, the legal business, commercial side of things. So um, yeah, it's a perfect left brain, right brain uh, match, which thank goodness it is. We don't step yeah. on each other's toes. And you don't mix those, you know, into, do you get involved with the product or, you know, you, so you do get involved yeah, to an extent, yeah, we, but absolutely yeah we very much complement each other and definitely support each other but where there are sort of areas that are more carved out for one than the other that person takes the lead um and yeah I think what's been really interesting for me over the last five years is really learning different aspects of the business and seeing you know what interests me more and learning and going deep into those areas um it's it's really fascinating run, running a business um yeah, there's a lot that you can't learn, you know, reading yeah. a book. Um, you just have to sort of learn as you go. Yeah, absolutely. And I mentioned LinkedIn at the beginning. And I think I think that must have been where I first saw it was a post you were doing. You were doing, I started following you and seeing what was going on with the business. How have you how have you been using LinkedIn for the business? So I've just used it really just to to show up um and show our values as a business. I think. There is so much noise. It is such a competitive market in skincare. So for us, it's just finding ways to, to show up, um, show who we are as founders, show what we believe, show what we're doing. Um, and if it resonates with people to be part of that journey and follow us. And what's been remarkable is connecting with people like you, Nicole, and many others that, you know, really want to cheerlead us and, and are really supportive of not just our personal journey as, as female founders, as sisters, but what we're trying to achieve at Vicera London as well. And um, yeah, I'm really grateful to, to have LinkedIn as a platform to do that. It's been a lot of fun. 
And I think, you know, I remember seeing one of your posts. It was like, I think maybe one of your stockists had gone into admin and you had some stock stuck and people were yes. rallying to get it collected for you and all that kind of yeah. thing, which is great. It was amazing. Uh, I'm, you know, so touched by how many people got in touch and, you know, really wanted to help. And it does instill um, a lot of uh, positivity. You know, there are good people out there and they mm. do want to help. And um, in times of need, it's great to see people rallying around. And what do you feel? What are your daily non-negotiables now? So I think for me, um, very aware of my time and mm-hmm. the the loads that we take on as co-founders. So I think it's just being mindful of if I'm feeling a little bit twitchy, then maybe I need to take a break, take a walk, maybe call Sarah and just sort of talk something through, um, but definitely not sort of overloading and pushing through. I think the health journey that I've been on, I'm very in tune with my own health and how I'm mm-hmm. feeling. So perhaps I've got a bit of a head start on maybe other founders that aren't so in tune with how they're feeling um, that I can sort of feel, okay, I'm a bit tired today or I'm going to skip that and do that another day and just make sure that I've got the energy to keep going because you do hear of burnout and um, running a business is extremely demanding and is a very long road. So it's very much a marathon, not a sprint. So Mm -hmm. very mindful of, of my own health in that journey. And have you put in boundaries to protect yourself with that then as well? Not formally. I guess this is the flip side as well. Like I really enjoy working. and mm-hmm. I really enjoy building the business. So I could be my own worst enemy at times. Um, but yeah, I think it's just a sense of listening to my own intuition of just, you know, maybe do a bit more here or a bit less there rather than very hard rules that, at, you know, at six o'clock I stop because yeah. that, that kind of fixed um, schedule just wouldn't work for me. I like the fluidity. And the variety, I suppose, you know, you wear like Absolutely. you said, you wear so many hats and yes. when you're a founder of a business, you can have, I suppose, loose boundaries, but when something has to get done, it has, you know, sometimes it just really has to get done. You're that you, you know, you or, or Sarah are the ones that need to do it. Where do you want the brand to go next that you can share? I'm sure there's lots of things that you're working <laughs> on that you can't share, but what can you share? Yeah, we have really exciting plans for this year. I can't wait to be able to tell you those. But um, for now, maybe just a few teasers. But yeah, we're continuing to grow the brand and the business in some really exciting ways. I think that the big ambition is really coming back to that community pillar of of everyone feeling good in their own skin. That's really what we stand for at By Sarah London. And I hope that we can take that that core of a purpose-led business to a much bigger scale um, and we're, we're definitely very ambitious as founders. And the more that we've done over the last few years, the more we see we can do. Mm. Um, so I'm just really excited to continue to grow the brand, to continue to support our community and really keep scaling by Sarah London. And what what do you feel are the challenges that that you're experiencing now from a business point of view? Gosh, there are so many. There's so many. Um, I guess the, the labour market at the moment, it's pretty tough. Um, trying to find the right the right fit for a team um, and it's just changed so much after COVID we're all looking for different different ways of work and um, I think really trying to make sure that we've got a team that are fully bought into the, the vision and the brand that's key so a lot of my time is is focused on that at the moment but even from day to day there are small things so you know, Q4 last year with the Royal Mail strikes, there was so much disruption. There was so many delays. So every day there's something. It's like whack-a-mole. You're trying to, you know, put the fires out um, and keep moving forward all the time. So 
I don't know whether times are more volatile or more uncertain than they've ever been. You know, at times it really feels like it. Um, but you've just got to keep keep digging deep, finding that resilience and, and just keep moving forward. And when things are difficult or when, you know, how do you stay positive and focused on what you need to get on with? Um, I think I would just, I think uh, really feeling it probably is, is really acknowledging those moments that are difficult because I think it's easy to sort of push it down or not really acknowledge it. But if you can really sit with something and know that it's not right or it's really hard, that's probably the first step to dealing with it because then you can say, you know, this is making me feel really uncomfortable. I really need to address it. Um, and then that gives you the space to do something with it. So I think that awareness is my sort of first port of call of really tuning in and listening to, to how things make me feel. Um, and then just finding ways to either put it to one side, going for a walk, going for a run, getting my bike, changing up the energy is so important and not sort of staying stagnant behind the laptop all day. Yeah. Um, picking up the phone, speaking to someone and just changing that energy is so important. Absolutely. And where can people find and buy the product? So you'll find us at buysarahlondon.com. The whole collection is there to explore. And then on socials at buysarahlondon. And if you're on LinkedIn, you can come and find me there as well. And if for people that wanted to try it for the first time, uh, what would you recommend? I'd suggest our Hero Facial Oil. That's our bestseller. It's been, as I say, featured on This Morning. It's won so many awards, you'll love it. Um, and my top tip for our Hero Facial Oil is to apply to slightly damp skin. You're going to get the best results that way. And can you wear it every day or is it a... Absolutely, yeah, every day. So you wear it or rather apply it in the morning and the evening um, after you've cleansed your skin. And yeah, it's a really beautiful oil to use. So every day, morning and night. Fantastic. Well, thank you very much for joining me today, uh, Lauren. Thank you, Nicole. And if you've enjoyed today's episode, which I'm sure you have, it would be great if you could leave a review and I'll be back again next week with another great guest. <laughs>